Apostle Dr. Lord Vincent, you're now in tune to your time for a miracle broadcast. Well, my friend, listen, I'm inviting you to call a neighbor and call a friend. Invite them to tune in for the next few minutes. For I believe that God has a word just for them. Now, listen, my friends, for those of you that want to be part of some of our services, one church at two locations that's right in the metropolitan area baton rouge you can join us at the cathedral world worship center in baton rouge louisiana 5810 mccann drive in baton rouge louisiana at our second location is in gonzalez in what you call ascension parish 2103 South Philippe. That's the Life Cathedral Worship Center. That's 2103 South Philippe in Gonzales, Louisiana. That's the Life Cathedral. Now, my friends, for those of you that need to know the service times, you may call this number, 225-291-2400. That's 225-291-2400. Call that number and get information on our service time. You don't want to miss not one of these impact service, but it is known that one service can change your entire life. Now listen, my friend, we're going to go into the service on today. Oh my God, many have been blessed just by being in these services. Now I need you to call someone now and invite them again to tune in and let them know that your time for a miracle broadcast it's now on the air with yours truly, the Apostle, Dr. Lord Benson. I'm looking and looking and believing for God to touch your life. At the end of the broadcast today, I will be giving information for you to write me for special prayer. Many of you that have been healed and many have been delivered and filled with the Holy Ghost by being part of what God is doing. But I want you to pray for you. So at the end of the broadcast today, I want you to get the information and I look to hear from you. Now, my friend, let's go now into that service now in progress. I just believe that the purpose that God is going to work in our lives is what he had already ordained before the foundation of the world. Uh, and y'all need to get excited about your future. After you done had a nightmare over your past. Lord have mercy Jesus. You ought to see a bright light. A light at the end of the tunnel or something. Because God is up to something. So what does it say here? In Ecclesia 3 and 1. To everything. There is a season. A season. To everything there is a season. And a time. And a time. To every purpose. To every purpose. Under the heaven. Under the heavens. Oh, my God. I want you to tell a person, say, I am a person of purpose. Look at another person, say, I'm, I'm going to fulfill 
got divine purpose in my life. I believe that life is consisted of things that we do. Your life consists of things. Somebody said things. Everything around you points to things. Everything. Uh, clothes you wear. The things in your house. The car that you drive. The job that you work on. is things. God provide things in the earth. Because God knows that if we're going to be effective in life or effective in things that we do in life, then we need to have things. Mm-hmm. Somebody said things. And it is the devil's job to try to hinder the things that God requires of you to have. And not only the devil, but you got folk. Everybody don't want you with things in your life. But you need things in your life to be able to fulfill purpose. Somebody said purpose. I got to have some things. And I just believe that one of the things that has caused many of us to be depressed and unhappy and dissatisfied is because we don't have all the things that we need to fulfill purpose. And God is concerned about us having things. It's amazing that in the beginning that when God created the heavens and the earth, and we all know Genesis, how that God looked in the earth without form. And the spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the waters. And the Bible said, and God spoke and said, let there be. What was God talking about? He was talking about things. And if you notice in reading all the, the beginnings and, the, and how God uh, brought things into existence, that man was the last thing that God put in place. Isn't it amazing that God set things before us? Before God give us a purpose? Before God give us a purpose in life, he has to make sure all things are in place. He has to make sure all things are in place. So he makes everything and he lays it out. And then God comes back and walks through the garden and tells man, Adam, see all of these things. And Adam began to see all of those things. Humanity began to see all of those things. Not only was in the earth realm, but even in the galaxy. And God is letting man know that I'm not going to give you purpose in life unless you got things to fulfill it. So here the Bible says it's here, and this is very profound because the Bible says uh, to everything, every season. But the thing I want to get to today is there's a time 
every purpose. So if I'm going to be a man or are you going to be a man or woman a purpose then you got to also realize what did God say first he laid it out in the garden to all the things then God came with purpose oh y'all ain't talking to me he came with purpose because if you're walking in a divine plan of God. Uh, unfortunate today, we got too many folk in the church world that's not walking in divine order. And when you're not walking in divine order, then you're going to mess up some things. Uh, some things that belongs to you. And God said, I can't release them to you now because you done messed up because you got your priorities in the wrong place. But now if you go back and begin to know that I got purpose in your life and what you got to do for me and God said, I make sure the provision is there. Somebody said purpose. So notice how God put the purpose as he put things with seasons. He put time with purpose. And things with seasons. Isn't God awesome? That he knows how to put two together. To get a production out of it. Lord Jesus. He's our God. I know you got purpose. But you need time to fulfill the purpose while you're here. And he said, and while you're here, you're going to need things in your life. But the thing that you need only comes in seasons. Oh, some of y'all are going to realize something's over. Oh, you trying to pull something into this. But when God say it's over, you got to let it be over. If God said enough, you got to let what God mean enough. And you know the devil been messing with a lot of folks because when you get caught up in a lot of situations and a uh, thing that pulls on you mentally, pulls on you physically, and pulls on you spiritually. And that's why some of y'all can't really get into God because of the fact whatever pulling on you mentally and physically is interfering with your spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's interfering uh, with your devotion with God. How can you have worship when you are physically and mentally, amen, distracted? Oh, glory to God. God is saying to every one of you, he said, this is what's getting ready to happen. Because God is, is listening not only to your prayers, because your prayers, uh, you done prayed out, see, you done prayed out and and what do I mean that you done prayed out? Y'all done prayed every prayer. You done prayed every prayer and you done read every prayer. And it seems as though that everything you done done with prayer, it ain't working. See, many of y'all done got to the place now that after you done prayed every prayer, 
And all of a sudden now, many times situation will push you to the point that all you can do is stand still and take a deep breath. Because look like to me that after all you done prayed, ain't nothing changing. Then you have to be like Israel when God began to hear their prayers and, and they prayed and they prayed and they prayed. To all of a sudden the Bible said their prayers turn into groanings. Ooh, glory to God. And this is where God steps in right here. Because when your prayers turn into groanings, that means you ain't got a word for your situation. Look at the neighbors. I done called my situation everything. I done went before God and petitioned God even with a list of things. And I have discovered that, oh, I ain't got word for it now. And the only thing y'all can do now is groan. Now you say, well, what is groaning? Groaning is internal. <laughs> groaning don't come from your natural man. Groan come out of your spirit. Now, now somehow don't understand what that means, you see. In other words, when Hannah had prayed and prayed for a male child, and the Bible said the priest Eli, and the Bible declared that Eli, the old typical amen backslidden priest. And the Bible said he looked at Hannah. And while she was moving her lips. But she wasn't saying nothing. What is groaning before God? It's your inner man. Got to the place I don't have words to say. I can't put no words on the prayer list. So deep down in the crevices of my spirit. I'm crying out to God. And that's what Hannah said. She said, I know you don't hear nothing. Because I done said everything. My requests have been made known. But the problem is, I don't see anything. And the Bible said, she said, I just start groaning. Do I have anybody that your prayers have pushed you into groanings? Nobody understand you anymore. All you got to do is groan. So the Bible says that uh, God's ears got in tune to the groanings, to the groaning of Israel. But listen, my friends, not only did God's ears hear the groanings, because groaning speaks of the inner pain and inner hurts. Woo, glory to God. You ain't really seen a person pray until you see when they don't open their mouths. But tears are formed in the corners of their eyes. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, sometimes I can't say nothing. But all of a sudden, there's a groaning on the inside. And the groaning on the inside is causing tears. The form and, and I find myself turning from a white eye to a red eye because nobody knows the trouble I'm going through. Nobody understands the depth of my suffering. But if I groan, the Bible declares the Spirit of the Lord 
We are making intercessions. Somebody about to come out of something. Not because you open your mouth. It's because God heard your groanings. Lift up your hands. Shout glory, somebody. So what did God do? He said, now, uh, I give you time for your purpose. Woo. But how much time do I have for to fill the purpose in my life? Because look like to me, if I rewind some stuff and look out the lens of my past, I will discover that I have a lot of wasted years. Mm-hmm. Do anybody know what wasted years are? Lord have mercy. Somebody said wasted years. These are years that was non-productive. Some of those years was self-inflicted years. You caused your own life to have a setback. It wasn't nobody's fault but yours. But watch God because something happened, y'all. He said, there's a time to the purpose. So what is the time that I wasted? Because if you're not uh, investing time, you must be wasting it. And if you're not investing time, you must be spending time. Look around at somebody said, God intended for your time to be invested. But look at all the years in your life that you can look back and count the wasted years. It was one Motown singer. Man, God came up with, with lyrics. And in that song, he began to sing back in the 70s. If I could turn back the hand of time, Lord have mercy. If I can turn back the hand of time. You know I had to look at that. And I had to ask myself a question. I wonder what was in the mind of the artist. That when he said. Because in those days. They sing out of their souls. They sing their life. They sing what they was going through. And the man said. If I could turn back the hand of time. I wonder when he was writing the song, what was going through his mind? Could was he looking back and saw some years in his life? Years that was unproductive. Years that he was in pain. Years that he was going through. Maybe it was some messed up, jacked up relationship. Some of y'all done gave yourselves to some bad relationships. Oh, that took 10 years out of your life. Mm-hmm, let me leave it alone right there. And this one here took three years out of your life. This one here took 20 years out of your life. It was wasted years. But let me tell you, my friends, since God made you a person, a purpose, God said, I'm getting ready to do something with your wasted years. You need to ask yourself a question. If God grants you huh, the five years that was wasted, that he had taken from the back side of your life and put it on the front side of your life, because now you're more wiser. Now you're more stronger. Now you're better. 
So now if you can give me them 20 years back, I'll show you what I do with it. That's why some of y'all got to remember God hadn't forgot about you. Lord, let me leave this alone. God knew the times when you was going through in those wasted years with bad situations. God knew you had dreams. You had dreams. I don't know about some of y'all, but God gave everybody dreams. And when you're going through, God will let you dream something. And in your dreams, you're not dreaming of anything bad. You're dreaming of yourself coming out of this, being successful, being happy. Who reminds me of what I'm talking about? The Bible declares Israel had sons, and one of the sons was named Joseph. Y'all remember Joseph? Joseph was a dreamer. And it's like some of y'all, when you're going through your dreams, and God told me to tell you, remember your dreams. You know the way you wanted to live and you wanted to have. God said Joseph was under long and grievous trouble. But you know Joseph, I believe, he dreamed of his performance or his performance, but he got imprisonment. Isn't it strange that y'all at an early age, you had dreams of how you wanna live, what you wanna drive, what house you wanna live in, what person in your life, but your dreams were shattered and turned into nightmares. But I look at Joseph who had a dream, but when he got in trouble, down in the pit, and from the pit to part of his house, from part of his house to the prisons, but that don't stop there. While you're there, you got to get to yourself and tell yourself, remember the dream. What did the dream say? But you telling yourself, I know I had that dream, but look what I had to go through. Look at the wasted years. That man took 20 years out of my life. That woman took 10 years out of my life. What must I do? I heard God say, you still got purpose and you still got time. You so high is it that I got time. Look what them years that was wasted took out of my life, took my strength, took my mind, took my money, took my almost, my destiny. What do I have left? Can I do it like I did it before? But I heard God tell Joseph, it don't matter if you've been in the pit, if you've been in the prison, God, so I still got preference for your life. Wait, tell your neighbors, remember the dreams. What did you dream? Joseph, that I would be 
the secretary of agriculture in the land of Egypt and God looked out of the heavens because y'all have allowed your dreams to go to sleep but God spoke to Joseph and Pharaoh and early one morning Pharaoh had a dream everybody dreaming but I heard God said don't worry to get up Pharaoh was concerned about the dreams and all of a sudden God told Pharaoh go down there's a man that's imprisonment he knows how to interpret your dreams let me tell y'all something you got to learn if God gave you a dream in the wasted years you said Lord how am I get it back look at the things that happened to me I done lost weight my hair falling out my teeth is gone look like to me I don't have the strength to get my dreams back but I heard God say you're only dealing with a thing called time time is in God's hands and I heard the Lord said if you need time to make up for the 10 years that was wasted God said I'll redeem the time I'll make something happen in your life that it took 20 years to do I do it in one God said your dreams is coming to pass lift up your hand shout glory Well, God bless you on today. Uh, I tell you, I know many of you have been blessed by listening to your time for a miracle broadcast. Well, this has been yours truly, the Apostle Dr. Lord Benson. Listen, my friends, many of you can be blessed also by writing me. I want to pray the prayer of faith. And believe God for your miracle. Many folks that write, and I tell you the testimonies after I lay my hands on their prayer requests. I want to pray for, pray with you. Now listen, you can write me at World Outreach Ministries. That's right, World Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box 477, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's World Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box 477, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70821. Now, for those of you that desire to attend one of our power-packed services, oh my God, one church at two locations. You don't want to miss your location, my friends. That's on Sunday, every Sunday in Gonzalez and in Baton Rouge. Now, you can call this number to get directions and information regarding our service times. You may call 
225-291-2400. That's 225-291-2400. Call that number to get a schedule of our service times. I know you'll be blessed in one of our services. Well, my friend, our time is about up for today. I'm looking to see you in one of our services. Go with God, my friends. God bless.